Good morning, Saturday the 12th. We did have one pick earlier that was posted on some other social media. We took Princeton minus six. Not sure if you'll have enough time to jump in on that. It has started already, but if you have an opportunity to get in live, Princeton's a double-digit favorite there. But let's get into games I know you'll have time for, provided, of course, you're not listening to this after the fact. But Iowa, minus five and a half over Indiana is the play. Now, Iowa's significantly a better team. Uh, however, Iowa's been shooting too well. The first two games of the tournament, they shot ridiculous 60% from the field, including three-point range. Unreal. They didn't shoot quite as well on their yesterday's game, which they won handily over Rutgers, except for the free-throw line where they were 25 of 27, something like that. They missed two shots, and they shot about two dozen free-throws. That is ridiculously good. That won't happen either. So they're due for some regression. However, so is Indiana. They just beat uh, two good teams, including the number one seed in the tournament, Illinois, yesterday. They're about to see some regression here. So let's look for this to be about 70 points for Indiana and 78 for Iowa. It's not a not the margin I typically look for, but I know there's usually more action on these uh, tournament games. So that's a solid play for that. Uh, now, when I say solid play, the, the Princeton game was one unit, the Iowa game three-quarters of a unit. Then we'll go to Texas A&M and Arkansas. We'll take Texas A&M plus the points for three-quarters of a unit, three-fourths of one unit. Richmond and Dayton. We're going to take Richmond plus the points for three-fourths of one unit. You know, I I uh, jumped off the Richmond bang. I didn't really want to go against them, but uh, I'm going with them again. Because, like, two days ago, they were a nice cash cow for us. Kentucky and Tennessee. This is where Kentucky comes to play. Uh, Kentucky minus two-and-a-half is a good play in this matchup. Akron and Kent State, two very hot teams. Akron's streak of wins is a little longer than, uh, Kent State's winning streak is a little longer than Akron. But we're going to take Akron plus the three. You don't have to win the game to win the bet. Although with three points, you're getting to the point where it's pretty much whoever wins. So you could look at some money line on that. Sprinkle of it. Over 124.5 is the play. You know, again, the totals have seemed to be the Achilles heel here. I had six that I went through that were potential totals. All of them were overs. I played only two, and those two were losers. The uh, sides were winning bets overall. The the uh, totals didn't do well for me. Um, here we are with an over, taking over 124.5, because I do believe it's a 135-point game. I have to stick with my guns. If I have a 10-point cushion on the over, I'm going to take it. Why do I want 10? Because, again... My model still hasn't caught up, and the season's nearly over. I, it's telling me to take overs more than it should, and it's ignoring unders. It's, it's valuing more points than what's actually being scored. I do believe this game's an over. Three-quarters of a unit on both of these plays. Then we go to Virginia Tech and Duke. Virginia Tech plus the points. I'm going to go for a full unit on that. I don't believe in Duke right now. It's not a bad team. It's not bad at all, but... I got to tell you, you know, you lose your home, your last home game of Shashevsky's career to North Carolina. You lose it outright, and then you come into the tournament, and you know, I don't. Are they just toying with these guys? I don't think so. They're barely, they're falling behind in these games and having to come claw back to win it. I don't think they're going to come back and claw to win, to claw back and win. I think Virginia Tech's going to win outright. 
I'll take the six points, though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna expect an outright victory here because maybe Duke claws back yet again and wins the game, but doesn't cover. So I'll take a full unit on Virginia Tech plus six. If you feel like a like a shot in the dark, then do money line for some of that on Virginia Tech. I, I'm going to pass on the money line on this one. I'm not a yeah. Well, we'll see later in the day. We'll just see. <laughs> but as of now. I'm taking the points. Arizona and UCLA. I don't have a lot of fear on this one. I'm going to take Arizona minus one and a half. You could take them on the money line in this case, just in case they only win by one. You're not going to pay a ton of juice for the money line. Um, That's up to you. So that's it for college. It's, uh, again, Arizona, Virginia Tech, Akron, Kentucky, Richmond, Texas A&M, Iowa, Princeton, and I'm going to go with the Akron-Kent State game over the total of 124.5. Going to professional hoops, Indiana plus 5.5, and and Denver minus 6. Then we move over to NHL, where the lean of Pittsburgh and the lean of over were winners yesterday. I did end up deciding to take Pittsburgh after all, after the podcast was done. And I'm glad I did. All right. Uh, let's do what we're going to do today. So, Nashville, minus 135, full game money line over St. Louis. Nashville at home. St. Louis is hit or miss. I think the zigzag is going to tell me it's going to be a miss today. Then we're going to go with Carolina and Philly. Carolina, minus one and a half on the puck line is a good solid value. Ottawa. Full game money line, minus 110 over the Chicago Blackhawks. The home team here with essentially no juice have to do it. They're fairly even teams in this scenario, but I give I, I do give enough edge on Ottawa to take this one. Montreal and Seattle. I'd really like to go under in this game. I'm going to pass on the under. I'll just take Montreal. Montreal's really been playing well with their new coach, Martin Saint-Louis. And then we'll go, uh, yeah, that was a pretty bad French accent, but hey, let's roll with it. Calgary and Detroit. Calgary, puck line with a little juice, minus 135 to to swamp Detroit, who is not playing well. Dallas, full game money line, minus 125 at home over the Rangers. San Jose is not going to get it done twice in a row. We're going to go with the Kings, minus 135 on the road at San Jose to pay back. Instant revenge where San Jose won at L.A. Previous game for both of these two. So the home and away series, we're going to go with the road team both times. All of these hockey games, by the way, I do like quite a bit. We're going to go with one unit on all of them. I would think if you're looking for a best play, obviously the two money, the two puck lines. If you're just looking for a winner, the two puck lines, you could parlay the two money lines on those games and get good value. Um, other than that, I think the Kings probably the best play of the day. I am just doing one unit. I'm just going to even play all these. Um, just a hunch that I'm giving too much credibility to the Kings on the road. Um, quite frankly, I'm rooting, this is on a personal level, I'm rooting against the Kings for reasons to be 
not relevant to this podcast, so I would prefer that the Kings lose, but I have money on the Kings, which tells you, I think I'm why I'm saying it's the best bet is because I actually don't want them to win, and I'm still betting on them, so that's probably why I'm calling it the best bet. As far as same-game parlay action, which I like to do, I'm passing on that today. I don't see enough value. The Calgary game, money line and under, an adjusted under with Calgary to say seven and a half and Calgary would be a play. And then the Dallas and over Dallas money line and over four and a half would be a play. I do like both of those, but not enough to play considering I have seven other bets here and they're all higher expected return for me. So that will be all for today. And um, let's roll. Good luck.